Cat Disgusted is a show about veterinary nursing. It is not a show about how to cure your sick pet. If your animal is sick, take it to the vet. Don't be a crazy person and use a podcast to cure your puking cat, dog, chinchilla, etc., etc. I think they would tell you the same thing. If they could. Which they can't. Which makes it hard. You know what's up. Take them to the vet. Jesus, I was getting a little freaked out there. I can't lie. That was that was, that was a little freaky, but it should be freaky because uh, it's Halloween, ladies and gentlemen, and you know what that means. It means I have to tell you a really gross story about something that happened to me at work. Um, so there's your fair warning. Um, I thought that I would impart this tale to you uh, about the loudest cat fart that I've ever heard. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a good beginning to any Halloween story, I kind of think. So I have a black cat this Halloween. Uh, you'll see his picture on the, uh, on the cover of this episode. Uh, he semi-enjoyed his little scarf that he got to wear, but I was all excited that we get to have a Halloween-y black cat. So you know what? He just had to suffer till it made it on Facebook, and it did, so hooray. Um, so I will begin this evening by telling you the tale of the terrible cat fart. Um, there was a kitty that we saw for diarrhea in our emergency clinic. Not terribly uncommon. Um, kitty was kind of okay. Otherwise, he was just having this very soft and runny stool. So uh, what we were going to do was give him some subkey fluids, give him some oral medication for his diarrhea. Uh, but in order to take his, you know, to, in, to triage him into the hospital, what we did is we have to get their weight and their temperature, heart rate and all that. So we had a towel around his back end because, you know, nobody wants to like pick up a kitty with a big, gushy, brown, moist back end. And so... He had the towel wrapped around him uh, for most of his handling, and then we got done with his weight and temperature and waiting for the, we were waiting for the doctor to do their exam, and so he's waiting in a cage. And he kind of had, he was facing the back of the cage when the little wrapped cat butt was facing the outside of the cage. And we were going about our business, and then what we heard was... <laughs> So, <laughs> I mean, you don't really hear cats fart often, I'm going to go ahead and say. Um, there's the little, like, drive-by when they're playing. I feel like I've experienced that with our own um, cat children. But it's not like a bulldog. Like, it doesn't, like, happen, like, every five minutes. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, we heard that. And we're like, what? It, is that the, was that the cat? So, because it sounded like a fart you couldn't trust, we thought we best check under the towel to make sure there wasn't a situation. So, I peeled back the towel, and sure enough, 
within this towel was a situation. There was also a six-inch tapeworm. Yeah. I mean, like, like that's that's uncommon. That is uncommon. I feel like you see tapeworm segments. Um, they look like little cucumber seeds because that's how tapeworms reproduce is they break off like parts of their body that are egg packets and they like float down into the feces and you will see them like moving in dog and cat feces, little grains of rice or cucumber seeds. Uh, this was a straight up worm. Like it was long and white and gnarly. Uh, so poor kitty. Now we know what's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> kitty needs to be dewormed. So, I mean, imagine what I just kept picturing in my head as I, in a, a, a frenzy, threw this towel into the trash and then probably took the trash out to the dumpster, was what that must have looked like underneath that towel for that very long, wet, extended cat fart. Was that like one of those like party favors that you blow into where it's like... Is <laughs> that tapeworms coming out of its butt? Oh, Kitty was fine. Now, the second story uh, that we have for uh, this Halloween gross out has to do with the old GDV, our old friend, emergency surgery GDV. So uh, for those of you uh, who've listened to previous episodes of this show will remember that uh, GDV is gastric dilatation volvulus. It's the dog, the big dog disease, right? It's the big dog bloat. Uh, And it means that their stomach has flipped over on itself and basically tied off their esophagus and tied off the end of their stomach, creating a big gas-filled balloon um, out of their stomach. It's very, very deadly. It's very, very quick. It very, very quickly puts them into a very critical state. Uh, So it requires, it's one of the few true emergency surgeries that we have to do. So uh, everybody's got a bloat story, but this happens to be one of my personal favorites. Uh, This is from uh, a technician that I work with now who I I met within the year. She's one of our newer newer kids on the block, but this is is a good one. So when we're in surgery with, uh, with the bloats as a technician, we're in charge of the anesthesia and we're also in charge of passing what's called uh, a gastric intubation tube or gastric tube. Uh, there's a couple different reasons why that is. One is they want to uh, decompress the stomach, right? So as you're, it's a, it's a, or orogastric tube is another way that you'll hear it, oral meaning mouth and gastric stomach. And what happens is when the dog is on the, the table, even though the surgeon is within the dog's abdomen, they want to derotate that stomach, but all of that gas and fluid and stuff has to go somewhere. And it's not really safe for it to just crawl back up the esophagus in the OR because even though they are intubated and so you're protecting their airway, that's just a lot of fluid coming up through their mouth, um, coming up near their airway. And I've definitely been in situations where an animal has unexpectedly regurgitated a bunch of fluid. And even though they're intubated, it's kind of scary because you're like, oh God, you have to get rid of it and it's messy. And they absolutely, because they're anesthetized, they're not swallowing anything. They're not coughing. You absolutely can get that fluid down the wrong pipe uh, alongside the endotracheal tube that you have in there. So the way that we prevent all of that messiness and terribleness is we pass a big old tube into the esophagus, into the stomach, and that way all of that gas and fluid and disgustingness has a place to go. Now, you remember me taking the vomit shower when I did this episode about bloat, about emergency surgery a while ago. So 
this is a similar circumstance that my buddy found herself in. So, uh, what, so she was asked to pass the orogastric tube. However, she was very new to surgery and she hadn't really done a lot of them, which I totally get because like bloats are some of the first surgeries that I uh, learned how to deal with. So the way that these tubes are constructed, uh, there is one end that goes into the animal and it's called what's called a fenestrated end. And fenestrated comes from the root word of window or in French it's uh, fenêtre or fen- I think in Latin is probably fenestra or something like that. Um, but it means window. Uh, When you hear the word fenestrated, it means there's holes. So in the end that goes into the stomach, the tube has all these holes punched in it, kind of like Swiss cheese, and they go all the way around, uh, all the way around the outside of the tube. On the other end is just just normal, just the the other end of the rubber tube, and that's what you put into the bucket if you've got one, um, so that you don't take a vomit shower. All that gush and disgustingness, what's usually like dog kibble and just gastric juices and grass, inevitably, um, all just flows down that tube into the bucket. So now. You got to know which end is which, right? So what my buddy did, she's new, right? He says, okay, I'd like you to pass. I'd now like you to pass the gastric tube. She's like, oh, yes, yes, yes. Here we go. So the end that she put in the dog was not the fenestrated end. It was the normal end, which is fine. It'll do its job. However, what that means is the end that has all the holes in it, in the sides of the tube, is now the one that's closest to your face. So what happens, right? So she puts the tube in there, all the juice, all the kibble, all the God knows what comes down the tube towards the technician. And instead of going directly into the bucket, it kind of was like a sprinkler, let's say, like a high pressure lawn sprinkler fluid coming out all of those holes on all sides of the tube. Whee! all over the anesthetic equipment, all over my buddy. And the surgeon laughed hysterically. How could you not? I mean, I mean that a vomit sprinkler, I thought I, I thought I had the worst of it with the vomit shower, but like having your vomit shower be like one of those fancy, like, you know, all around multiple spigot showers that are in like fancy hotels. Okay. That's that version, except it's like GDV gastric juice (laughs) swinging around. (laughs) <laughs> oh, God bless her. That's Alexis. That's Alexis, ladies and gentlemen. That's that's whose story that is. Um, she doesn't know it yet, but I gotta I gotta get her on this show because she's been doing this job for a long time and she is excellent and she has excellent stories about the gig. So if those are my town too, I pro- my mic cord probably reach over to her house right now. Um, so thanks so much for listening. As always, everybody, I hope you have a fun and a very safe Halloween. Um May your candy be sweet, your kitties have four feet, and all the zombies eat the correct delicious meat. Wow, I just made that up just now. Can you tell? (laughs) Thanks, guys. Happy Halloween.